Hello and welcome back to another episode of For the Love of a Franchise. Uh, I'm your host, Paul, and for this episode, it is our last chance to look at a very mixed franchise, I think we can say from, from our reviews um, of the, the Rambo franchise. Uh, my choice, I, I thought it was a little bit different, a little bit different to what we'd already done. We'd had sci-fi, we'd had fantasy, and I just thought I'd go for a, a more realistic, mm. I suppose, franchise uh, in, in just an action franchise that was never really kind of out there, should I say. So we have done the first set of films, and this is the final one. One that's not very old. Uh, and he came out in the last, what, I think it's five years, is it? 2019. Like yeah. 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 So it's only like three years ago. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we are looking at Rambo Last Blood. They actually gave it a proper title this time, unlike mm. the previous one that was just called Rambo. Um, so, yeah, this one is Last Blood, taking its name from the, from the original film, obviously, which was First Blood. Um, and, yeah, as always, I am joined by Tony. Right. And Josh. Evening. So let's dive in. Uh, my first note was, bloody hell, how many companies did this film need to get made? We've got Lionsgate, <laughs> we've got Balboa Productions, and we've got Millennium all involved in this film. Um, I get the funny feeling that not many people wanted to, to look at this film um, yeah. <laughs> when Sly said he was going to do another one. I well, think they probably... Course. For a long time floating around was the rumour that he was going to come up against super soldiers. Yeah. And I'm glad they didn't do that. Well, we'll come back to that in the summary then. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I said after the last episode where we said it, it ended in a great way and probably should have been the end, um, yeah. we go straight back to where we ended, um, back on the farm. Farmer um, John. Well, we said we should have just left him. That that should have been it. Um, and then I said it it really does the opening really does um, play on his on nostalgia um, of the probably the original films more than anything, um, more than the the more recent ones. And we do get a little bit of a, a play on his PTSD, um, which some of the the later <laughs> films had lost. And this, we're coming up to one of my first issues with the film, actually. Um, <laughs> is this going to be about the fact that he's now having relationships with people? Well, no. It's the fact that he, for everything that he's gone through, why the fuck has he put tunnels in to hide away in? After <laughs> all the stuff that he's gone through, he's made... <laughs> you couldn't get a much more honking plot point. <laughs> no. No, and it... it it does play heavily on that throughout. Um, we see a lot more violence from him that's caused by this PTSD yeah. um, than we've we've seen probably since the first film. Um, so, and I actually thought that the relationship between him and the the girl is quite nice, and obviously it mm. it doesn't go the way that you'd hope it would later on yeah. in the film. Um, so, and I did say it's it's very different in this case that it's happening to people that he knows mm. that are his family as such, 
Whereas in the previous film, obviously the first one, it, it's him that's the problem. Um, but then the, the, the other films have all been, oh, he's kind of a mercenary type character and he takes on these jobs. Whereas this one has kind of stepped back into that. There's a whole reason for him doing it other than mm, yeah, him it, being yeah, it, this it, mercenary it, it, type. Yeah, it kind of mirrors the first film in that, like, the the first one is a personal vendetta between him and the the police department of that small town, and this one is a personal vendetta between him and the Mexican drug cartel. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I'm probably going to be alone in this, but I kind of enjoyed this film, and it it's not as good as the previous film or the first film at all. But it's definitely better than the second and third. Yeah, you're you're not alone in that. Josh, okay, good, at all. good, good. Um, I think there's someone else on this that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we kind of get introduced to a few more of the the people. The reason why she's she's so naive, the girl, to to go off and do this by herself. Um, and we meet a couple of the, the other characters, the side characters, and there's her skanky friend um, that they wanted her to have yeah. nothing to do with. Right yeah. from the minute we meet her, you're just like, this isn't going to go well, is it? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we meet her cock of a father. Yeah, or <laughs> uh, Mexican Chris Moyles. <laughs> 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 Uh, and I did say at this point, it's intriguing the amount of subtitles in this film, mm. um, which for, for an action film like this, it's not something you expect. We've not seen it really. In the, we've had a little bit, but there's whole like chunks of this film that are in Mexican. Um, it's like actually going to watch a fucking French film in like showcase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, it, I did find that that kind of strange um, compared to the previous ones. Um, and I actually said um, it's so far removed from a lot of the previous films, though. While I, yes, it's personal again, like the original, it doesn't really have any similar traits to that first film. No. Um, it is very much outside of that box and, and something very different. Um but yeah, I quite enjoyed the fact that they were touching on his PTSD again. Um, I like that. Um, we get flashes, flashbacks to the previous films. I think that worked. Um, I said it, I still wouldn't mess with him, even the fact that he's in his seventies at this point when this mm -hmm. film was made. You see some of those scenes of him walking through Mexico and comparing him to the other characters in the scene. He's massive still. Yeah. <laughs> and it's no wonder he can take him out at times. It's interesting you say that because I mean I scribbled down early on the film that to me he looks way too old now to be playing this role. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, yeah, clearly he, yeah, he is. Does. But I still wouldn't mess with him. <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> um, then we get the uh, the <laughs> switch switch being flipped, and him just absolutely losing the plot. Um, throughout the bulk of the end of this film, yeah, probably the, the back half of the film, kind of he, starts the rooftop, doesn't it? When yeah, confrontation on the rooftop, yeah, he's just um, 
absolutely mental. And then the, the, the woman that turns up, that ends up helping him, mm. I did have it written down. It's, do we have a female Rambo? And it feels like they kind of introduced her to kind of take on the mantle that possibly they were thinking, that, oh, maybe Sly's done now, but maybe we can continue it with a female lead. And that's what she kind of felt like for when we first meet her, like she's, she gets involved in these kind of situations herself, like John has throughout his life. Uh, and I thought they might have been setting something up, but obviously the film didn't do great. Um, and I think... Well, I mean, she um, was just, she was like a, just to move the plot along, she's a journalist for me, you know, she was just, that, she was there sort of just, she was there yeah. for exposition as much as anything. Yeah. Um, and then we get on to that massive first fight. Like, it felt really up close and personal. Um, that, that big fight um, just didn't, <laughs> didn't enjoy it. I can, I can honestly say, and he does take a hell of a beating. Mm. Um, not, not nice at all. Uh, and I thought the, throughout the film, there was some really nasty pieces of work, mm. starting from her dad um, and stuff like that. Um, I did say the makeup I thought was fantastic that they used on him after the, the fight. Um, and yeah, it just it really it descends into something we've not seen in these films before. Um, obviously, he he goes back um, more prepared more prepared this time. Excuse me, just drunk mm. some coke. That wasn't good. <laughs> um, last time it was farting. This time it's burping. Um, well, at least it's coming out of someone a hole. Doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Um, my my next note was uh, the hammer to the bollocks. Oh, <laughs> we were just nasty, proper nasty. Um, but then th- the turn of the, her actually dying, I didn't see that coming. I no, thought there's I no didn't. way they're going to kill her. And that's one of my first issues with the film. But they they took that cheap move. So. Yeah. Um, and I'm just trying to think, what has she been in? We've watched her in something recently. Um, she's been in a TV show, I think. I think I yeah. what she might even have been in something like um, Stargirl or something. Yes, like that. yes, she's yeah. the is she the best friend? I think she might I think be. She's her I... best friend. Yeah, yeah, that was it. It's definitely Stargirl. I'm just trying was trying to remember who who she played, but I think it's her best friend. Mm. Um, so yeah, she's um, she's not done too badly since this. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I honestly couldn't believe they'd done that at all. Yeah. Um, and I did say it's the the nice ending of the previous film is is completely lost. Yeah. With this. Film. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it completely changes the narrative of the franchise, uh, in my opinion. Um, yeah. and it's pretty much a vengeance film in the end. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. which I, I didn't like. And on your note from earlier, Tony, mm. um, oh, so the tunnels were useful for something then. Yes, exactly, yeah. 
because in in the long run, the, I'm just like, what? Why? Why do we need why to see these tunnels? That? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't understand that. Um, and I did say there's been some really bloody moments throughout this film. There's lots of missing heads throughout yeah. that final action sequence where he just blows their heads off. And again, that's another it's, one of my issues. Every other kill was basically a headshot. I've never been so bored with this set of kills. Yeah, yeah, but it's um, a bit strange. I did, I did note that they used the doors for the killing montage, <laughs> which again, I thought was a little strange. Um, we get that grenade moment, um, which I thought was silly. And then with the, the talk of the, the silly deaths, pulling his heart out of his chest. Yes. That was just grim, that. <laughs> it's, just, it's outrageous, though. It's so far removed from anything we'd seen from the, the previous films. Yeah. And it's like, he's a super soldier at this point. Yeah. Anybody that can do that is just... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand that. Um and it does, it just loses a little for me. I'm not saying I thought it was a bad film, but some of those those deaths just it's just a little too outrageous. Yeah. Um and then, and then I said, Oh, so he is just gonna get away with it. He's gonna murder all these people, despite I know, yes, they're drug lords and everything, but he's still he's just gonna get away with it. Well, I also want to gonna... know what, what happened to all the women in the whorehouse. <laughs> When they're both, do they know that their bosses are all dead? Well, yeah, because they're in a completely different country. Yeah. And so, yeah, and just my my final notes on it. I said, while it's lost its way a little towards the end, it does have a strong, heartfelt story um, and some good action sequences. I didn't think it was great, but I think mm. we've seen worse Rambo films while we've been watching these. Um, yeah, you're not kidding. Two and, th- two and three were just yeah compared to this um but yeah do you guys want to add your your thoughts to it <laughs> um oh boy I'll just let tony rant and then me and you paul will just gang up on them <laughs> and make him see sense <laughs> this is the I, this is the second time i've watched this i actually watched it a year or two back on um i think it was on amazon and I got to the end of it, and I hated it then. And I watched it again, and I still hate it. <laughs> Basically, for me, it's death wish. And it's just, there for me, there's not a single thing in it. It's just grimy. It was a low blow of killing the kid off. It just, it's just, I just find, compared to all the other ones, it's just a nasty piece of work. It's just a... And then just a stupid. There's a scene where he says to the to the mother that there's nothing for you here or me here. What about the fucking kid's grave? They're just going to leave <laughs> that grave ever unattended and just bugger off, you know? Seriously, what the hell? It's just oh my word! It's just I say that you got a honking plot point to start where he's throwing some PTSD and yet he's, he's digging tunnels to live in. Um, I thought it's got a terrible villains. Doesn't even have a decent score, you know. Is the theme tune's missing? Um, I said that most of those deaths are boring in the, in, the, in that finale, and and the heart thing is just absolutely ridiculous. 
And the best bit for me, the film, is the credits to show all the clips from the old ones. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I did enjoy that montage, actually. And I said at the start of this that there was talk about having a super soldier plot line. And they should have gone with it, as far as I'm concerned. It would have been far more interesting, far less ridiculous, as far as I'm concerned. It is just, I just, I can't find a nice thing to say about it. It's just, it was grungy and wasn't a Rambo film. You could have put any character in there, really. It's just, ah, there's nothing more I can say before I get all marked. <laughs> <in there. laughs> I'll just wait till you get the scores. Okay. 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 Over to you, Josh. Right. I am going to say that, like I said at the top of the episode, I enjoyed this not as much as I enjoyed the first one because the first one is a fucking masterclass in it, in like PTSD uh, Vietnam veteran film. And the fourth one, just before this, is we're probably thinking yeah this is actually going to be the last one before Sly came along and said I need a bit of money for a Rambo film and we got this now yeah okay this one has got plot point uh, plot holes uh, it's got things wrong with it but it is nowhere near as bad as the second and especially not as bad as the third one I can't watch either of those again over this. Oh my God, Jesus. You give your head a wobble, seriously. <laughs> and, um, the, yeah, the, the relationship between Rambo and his, I don't know, do you want to say adoptive granddaughter? I don't know how, how it works. Um, it's very genuine to me, and I, that is probably on the part of the actors and their chemistry and I really, like, got into it. And then I kind of got the thing of when the adopted granddaughter was killed or she just, like, sort of slipped away in the car, I actually kind of fell for I didn't, like, kind of see it as a, oh, that's a cheap shot or anything. Because I genuinely thought he'll get her back to the farm and it'll be like that sort of imagery or, or like biblical imagery of him carrying her up to the front door and the grandma comes legging it out of the house crying and weeping and she's nursing her back to health and Rambo basically goes I'm going back to Mexico I'm going to kill these fuckers and I, I, I thought right that's the plot of the movie for the rest of the, like this final act but then the fact that she carted in the car I genuinely went Oh, oh, fuck, she's dead. I just remembered the other issue I had when you talking about the car. Okay, go on, the go on. terrible CG comeback projection for the driving <laughs> sequences. It's yeah, fucking yeah. awful. Yeah, it's nearly as bad as some of the fucking blue screen from, like, old Doctor Who episodes. That. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> to be fair, Tony, we've watched a few films with the Oscars that have had truly awful... <laughs> and they're still better than this. <laughs> really got behind the, um, the relationship between them, and I found it quite heartfelt when she died. I will say that the grandma's acting when he goes up to her 
and tells her that she's dead in the car. It just felt all wrong to me because I kind of wanted her to just like sink to her knees and start sobbing. But no, she, she just pegs it to the car to say like, nah, you're lying. And I'm like, fuck you, why would he lie to you? You've known him all these years. Anyway, that's me starting to rant now. Um, action scene at the end in the tunnels. Yeah, it is massively over the top, but I'm not being funny, lads. What else did we expect? It's a fucking Rambo film. Why getting into his 70s? He probably couldn't have done much. I mean, you know, I found it entertaining, but at the same time, like Tony said, slightly jarring because it wasn't um, wasn't varied enough with like the styles of how he took out the the armed men. It's like every yeah. other one was a headshot or shotgun or and... yeah, yeah. Like when when he was like just shooting them, shooting them, shooting them. I was like, yeah, this is getting boring. But then one had come along where he'd set like a Vietnam style trap that the Viet Cong mm-hmm. would have used and he's obviously learned from it and I kind of appreciated that because the history mm-hmm. buff in me goes oh that's a thing from Vietnam that's cool that like they've incorporated that in the script and going Rambo's learned that over time I enjoyed that um, but yeah I, do you know what as I said I completely enjoyed it I didn't thoroughly enjoy it I would enjoy it I still feel like in my own head, the Rambo franchise ended with the fourth film. Yeah. This was yeah. just a cash. This was a cash cow film. Yeah. Um, and in my own head, if you consider this film canon, personally, I think at the end of the tunnel fight when Rambo goes up the steps and sits in the rocking chair, I. In my head, he basically bleeds out in that chair and dies. Likewise, yeah, it, it would work for me more if he had died at the end of it. And, and yeah. they just said, that's it, we're done. Yeah. Because because the thing of the montage of the clips from the previous four films would signify that to me because that's like his life flashing before his eyes as he dies. Yeah. If they put something to that effect in the actual film at the end, I would have gone, yeah, okay, do you know what? I'll consider that a proper fifth film, whereas I'm still thinking, no, do you know what? The Rambo franchise is all four films, and at the end of the fourth one, he goes off to the farm and just, like, dies an old man. Mm. Yeah. So that's me. Yeah, so I suppose we better give our scores. Tony, I'm going to go to you first. Right. Well, I do have a bit of a problem with this because, of course, a lot of it depends on whatever I scored for two and three. Yeah. Um, I've basically gone. I've gone thirty percent, and you can knock you can knock oh. one off if I gave any of the others thirty percent. <laughs> Bloody for hell! Me, for me, it's the worst film in the franchise. <clears throat> oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Okay, Josh, how about you? Oh, see, mine also depends on what I scored the others because I genuinely can't remember. I feel like we yeah. need to keep track of this, boys. Um, say it's about a it's a 70 maybe a high 60 wow. so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 69 and play it safe because you know oi oi okay yeah well i'm in the same vicinity as you josh i gave it 71 fair enough because so, i enjoyed it. it it kept me entertained i know some of it was outrageous um but it had a it had a storyline to it 
um, which is something you can't really say about two and three. Um, <laughs> and it had some heart to it. Um, while it might have been a little bit outrageous, which which lost it a little bit for me. Especially it had with some that. heart until the last few minutes when they pulled it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. Um, so, yeah, that is our final discussion on the Rambo franchise. So we, we bid farewell to John um, and all his issues. And we are set to take on a new one. That is all three of us have now done our first franchise choice so we are handing the reins back to josh aye, aye. Uh, and what are we what are we going with next time we're going with a set of films that are fucking fantastic until everyone who was in the fucking expendables decided that do you know what i'm going to go back to the old franchise and make a bit of money before i retire we're going to go for the indiana jones boys we are we are yeah. I'm uh, looking forward to that obviously it's always a good watch it's a it's a loved franchise in my household yeah um, it holds a place for me because for years they have appeared in Disney theme parks um, the three theme parks that I've been to all have an indie themed attraction in them um, so it's a, a franchise that I love dearly um, and looking forward to going through them. Maybe not so much the fourth one. <laughs> um, fucking swinging monkeys. Um, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to seeing the first three again. It's, it's been a while since I've watched them, so I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah, and on that note, I will bid farewell as host for um, another good six to nine months. I'm sure. Um, so thank you again for listening. Uh, I may have picked an... I don't know what, what I would call it. Maybe an inconsistent franchise would be yeah, how yeah. I would describe it. Um, but I've enjoyed watching them uh, and it gave me a good excuse to watch the good ones again. Um, <laughs> So thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, boys, for joining me across these no five, five films. And we will see you next month for Indiana Jones. Cheerio.